1: Going crazy with the lads. <laughs>
3: Celtic's manager hunt is well underway Welcome to this episode of 20 Minute Tims I'm your host Jamie I'm joined by Yes Stephen Yep, I'm here Things are moving Stephen I don't think we're going to go How did? How long did we go without a manager last time? Months, Mon- months I, yeah. Something tells me that it's not going to be that all over again The, the rumours are flying thick and fast Stories are breaking Names are being put in the hat Taken out the hat <sighs> re-entered into the hat yeah sometimes
2: um, the managers are taking their own hats uh, taking their own <laughs> names out of the hats yes. yeah, and, f- and giving us other hats they And also is, put their own names into the yeah, hats yes there.
3: yeah there's a lot of names a lot of hats a lot of permutations <laughs> going on um, I think the, the one that's caught everyone's attention though is undoubtedly um, Brendan Rogers. the <laughs> name Brendan Rogers. now I still remember um, however many it doesn't even seem that long ago sat in this podcast chair on a flagship podcast He's never going to leave. He's never. <laughs> go- no way, Brendan Rogers is leaving us. How many hours was it? About seven. He was gone. The podcast was still warm. This chair was still warm, <laughs> and and Brendan Rogers had departed the building by the time the podcast came yeah. out. Um So that's obviously weighing heavily on people's minds. People are still a wee bit sore about the Ange thing, but I, I don't think it's worth covering that. We've we've done Ange. We're moving on to the fresh pastures here. So.
2: They are connected though, they, they are connected yeah. because it, it's been a difficult week for a number of reasons for for Celtic fan. just as we are coming to terms with the concepts of things like loyalty and mm. longevity and legacy that managers, the three L's, I've just, yes. just happened Aye. up on that. Go, go over it one more time, the three L's of management are? I can't remember, longevity, legacy and loyalty, loyalty. Right, there, there, we goes. Goes. there we go, that's really, really clever, what mm. a start coming to terms with things like Celtic's place in the food chain where where we fit in yes. to this ladder we call football right? and then six days later we get the name Brendan Rodgers cast up at us <laughs> as, if, as if things couldn't get any more confusing we get Brendan Rodgers back I think if Ange was to take a glance across Twitter and forums and stuff like that, and podcasts um, he would probably be within his rights to say Oh, come on, guys! I've seen the reaction. Oh, come on, what's this all about? Who hurt you? <laughs> Who's responsible? Who who broke your trust in in football managers? I'm afraid the answer To all of those questions Is Brendan Rodgers <laughs> He's the guy He's the, the one man Who broke everyone's trust Forever And now There's the potential Of him coming back Hot on the heels Of us doing it all over again Going through that whole cycle About oh, he, he was lying to well, us This whole time
3: I know I mean there's lessons To be learned Look If you hear this And you hear me sniffing And if you're watching this And you see me sniffing And my eyes running I'm not crying over Ange <laughs> I am a chronic hay fever sufferer So there's okay. going to be a lot
2: little... <laughs> oh, What a professional you Anyway, yeah.
3: I know, um, but you're right. There's, the, the Brendan thing is definitely going to be marred by by how he left. There's not, there's just literally no escaping no, that. No, no. That is Brendan Rogers. But what the the curious thing for me with Brendan Rogers is, as soon as the the man, as soon as Angela left, out comes a story about Brendan Rogers rules himself out of the job. That was the story. Brendan Rogers has ruled himself out of the job. Then by the end of the day, it was like, well. Rumours of my Ruling myself out Might be (laughs) You know Slightly exaggerated You know These rumours about me Ruling myself out of the job Are exaggerated I've not ruled myself out Of anything Uh, And the rumour was You know He He'd be quite interested here at Celtic. have got to say Celtic would be interested in speaking to Brendan Rogers. They know there's some ground to make up, but let's have the conversation anyway. And then yesterday or the day before, a story comes out, presumably by Celtic, they let the story out, I imagine that they, they flew over to Mallorca in a private jet to go and chat to Brendan Rogers about taking on the job now. Santa Ponza, presumably. Sa- what yeah flamingos? Yeah. <laughs> he's, sitting, he's sitting in Flamingo's <laughs> in front of flamingos. <laughs> on the stairs. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he's uh, so they phone flown out of Santa P to, to speak to, to speak to Brendan. <laughs> Rogers and you think to say well if they let that story out that's a risk for Celtic because if Brendan then comes out the very next day and goes I'm, I'm not interested in the job you think to say well there's no reason for that story to come out you could have just kept that to yourself or I said to let the story out to gauge fan reaction to see you know because one of the things about Brendan Rogers that he's going to have to overcome the two main hurdles for me is um, recruitment at, at Celtic which is yeah. a big issue and we'll get to that and 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 the fan reaction thing that's the, the first thing we'll go to so For me the fan reaction to Brendan Rodgers I think whilst we all have our reservations about the guy I think winning overcomes those reservations quite quickly and I think if everyone's on the same page here about what Brendan Rodgers hopes to achieve and who Brendan Rodgers is and I think we're maybe a wee bit more enlightened to how football managers work now. I think there can be probably a very quick acceptance of, of the Brendan Rodgers thing. Mel, you're at, talk. I'll let you speak in one second because I know you've probably got lots of the same Brendan Rodgers. But he goes...
2: <laughs> Don't we all. Don't <laughs> we all, yeah.
3: But I think any manager who... If we want a manager who's ambitious and who wants to build a winning team, I am now, because of Ange, thanks Ange, I'm now of the opinion that, well, any manager we bring in in that mould his ambitious won't stop at Celtic. It's just unthinkable now. There's no manager yeah. who's... Unless... You're looking at perhaps David Moyes, who might be reaching the end of his career, and he wants to build some sort of legacy. I think if you're getting the ambitious types, the sort of elite type managers of which Ange is definitely one, um, they're probably not going to see their, their final place of work at Celtic. You know, um, I think what's that? What's that fable about the scorpion and the frog?
2: You know, the, uh it's the the nature the nature of a scorpion. Something about.
3: Trying uh, to so travel the, like the river So the frog's I a chance lift over the river uh, The scorpion's like Do you want a lift? No it's the other way uh, Yeah yeah The frog goes to scorpion I'll give you a lift across the river They're halfway across the river Scorpion stings a frog It starts to die And it goes Why did you sting me? He goes well I'm a scorpion Yes And yeah, I think that's, that's I think in this instance We have to be frogs And Brendan Rogers is a scorpion But mainly we have to be clever frogs
4: yeah we do, <laughs> clever frogs uh, Brendan Rodgers is the one that makes the most sense while also making the least sense like that analogy yeah. uh, so, <laughs> that, that was good <laughs> I think it's uh, like Brendan Rodgers to Ange makes sense having Neil Lennon in the middle doesn't make sense just like mm. Ange to Brendan Rodgers makes sense but there's that baggage that comes along with it and while Brendan Rodgers did very good at Celtic and left Left his hand dry, to be honest. Uh, Ange leaving is in different circumstances, but you want to continue that on. And the guy, out all the the names that are linked, it sort of does. Looks like a succession plan, and is Brendan Rodgers? He's the one that can bring similar to what Ange brought. But it's just people will be up in arms about it, and I can completely understand that. But he beats Rangers in the first game. Uh, if he's made manager, people will quickly forget. Come about on, that. we
3: need to put up a stronger defence in this. We need to. We surely, Stephen. There's. There's one of the three of us in here, not going like we're mercenaries here. We're like, ah, if he starts to win football games, because there is the, okay. So, how good a manager do you think Brendan Rodgers? Do you think without the baggage? Do you think he's clear and presently the best candidate we're Like, oh,
2: yeah, yeah. If you strip everything away, which is is impossible to do, of course mm. it is, and we'll, we'll get to that. But if you strip everything away, is Brendan Rodgers the most high profile? and probably the most capable manager that Celtic can hope to attract, the reality is more than likely he is. I can't really think of any other candidates above him. He has that... I know I know people will scoff at that because that was the joke at the time, but he does have some connection to Celtic, right? Mm. He's not... He may have might have embellished it ever <laughs> so slightly in his time here. might have you know put a little bit of salt on it, <laughs> a bit um a little bit of sauce on it. But he does. I, I do believe him in that he shares some sort of affinity with Celtic. That's how we got him in the first place, right? He, I, I imagine that he. Well, we, we spoke about all this at the time. It's nothing new. We, we reckoned that he was always going to go back to England at some point. But it's the manner in yes. which he did it. But I'm trying to strip all that away. Brendan Rodgers as the manager. Is he the best we could possibly get? Probably, I, I think so. Uh, the other names that would probably be thrown around are things like Graham Potter, but that that trail seems to have cool. gone very, very cold indeed. Forget it. So th- I think I think it is, but it's, it is more complicated than that, and it always will be. I think like, we talk about people get on side if he starts winning. I think yes, but the the extent to which those bridges were burned at the time it was pretty severe. I think, I mean, I I cast my mind back to things like the banners calling them a fraud, you know, never Mm -hmm. a sell, always a fraud, things like that. Now, certain elements of the, of the fan base rightly so show that their beliefs and their their sort of set of morals align with the club go far beyond just winning. Right. Mm -hmm. There's more to it than that. And I, I can broadly support that. Do they, suddenly just think well well we've got a winning team now i'm really i'm going to walk back on what we said at at the time i don't know i don't know if it's as simple as that yes there will be huge huge swathes of the of the support who think well do you know what we've kind of made a deal with the devil here but it doesn't really matter as long as we stay dominant in scottish Mm. football but it goes far beyond that for some people and i'm not going to argue with that i think that's a perfectly
3: reasonable but is there a way out for brendan rogers could brendan rogers come back and say look a culpa What I did uh, You know Looking back in hindsight I probably wouldn't have done it But since I left I've always thought You know I've got unfinished business At Celtic He said that didn't he yeah. And, and yeah. there has been You know it's this that wouldn't be something That he just made up on the spot Because there are our interviews going back Where he's always said You know I think I should end up Back at Celtic yeah. He's made no secret the fact That he wants to end up Back at Celtic But you said something Quite interesting You said And this is something I've been pondering over myself Is he the best manager Now there's a lot of managers in there we've been like with Maresca. Um, and we can just take him as an example. I don't need to run through them all just now. We don't know if Maresca's a better manager yeah, yeah, than Brendan yeah. Rodgers. And the other challenge, apart for the fans that Brendan Rodgers had at Celtic, which, you know, the fan thing is an emotional thing, but this for me is the practicality of it. He struggled with the, the, the budgets at Celtic. The big thing Brendan Rodgers struggled with was getting the calibre of player in for the available budget that he had now Things have changed a wee bit in that department A wee bit, you know Ange seems to have done okay We seem to be spending You know, we seem to be spending a bit more money on players now Than we were in Brendan Rodgers We're not doing that three players at two million thing We're doing the Jota at six million We're, we're kind of doing that now But I just can't get over the fact that Yes, Brendan Rodgers is a bona fide manager is a good manager And we can talk a bit about who he did at Leicester But for me, the main thing we need to go over Brendan Rodgers Aside from the emotional thing mainly Is this issue he had where he struggled to recruit
4: Yeah, he sort of had free reign at Celtic. He brought in his own man as uh, the director of football. and It didn't work out. The guy wasn't cut out to be working at Celtic's level. Things have changed at Celtic since then. I think Mark Law, whatever you think of the second name, seems to be doing a good job. We are finding players who suit the way Celtic play and at very good prices. And when we do spend money, we are spending money on the right players rather than getting it wrong, so m- more of the signings have been hits and misses, much more than the signings have been hits and misses, so hopefully Celtic have moved on in the background since Brendan Rodgers came, but you have to remember that the level that Brendan Rodgers took Celtic from to where he left them everything was raised, the standards were completely raised and I'd like to think Celtic stayed at those standards and have been working behind the scenes, Ange spoke a lot about it, about getting people in behind the scenes to make things better and by the looks of it, Celtic have done that. Our recruitment's better? or scouting's better? Yes, Ange came in and had a, knew the Japanese market, but that doesn't mean to say he instantly knows the South Korean market and all that. So Celtic done their due diligence on these guys and they seem to work out. We are turning profit over and more players than not. So things have changed. Celtic have been spending more money on players as well. So I think Celtic are in a better position right now when Brendan Rodgers first came in I think Celtic have got a better squad right now than Brendan Rodgers first came in so things might fall into place in, in that way for him as well
3: I think Stephen the question of what the manager's coming into what Brendan Rodgers if he is the guy comes into or any manager really but the, the squad's the team has never really been in a better position we're straight into the Champions League just off the back of a treble we've got a, a squad chock full of talent some of whom may want to leave in the summer, I think some of them do want to leave in the summer, but that's great for us because they're all in really long contracts and we're, we're not at risk of massive squad turnover if we don't want it in the summer. Um, do you agree that this recruitment thing is the sort of the man- managerial red flag for Brendan Rodgers? Yeah,
2: yeah, I, I understand why people have their reservations about that because it wasn't good after the likes of Scott Sinclair and Dembele, Coloturi to an extent did a job and yeah. all that, but this was all very early and then it went pretty sharply downhill from there. However, what I would say in Rogers' defence, not that he needs the defence or even deserves defended in this, I think it's. I think there's more to it. I think there were more complications than just this manager just crap at recruiting players. I think yeah. there, there were a number of breakdowns of relationships yeah. behind the scenes. Brendan Rogers was on the way out. He got fed up with it at Celtic, he f- fed up with how it worked at Celtic, he got fed up with the budgets as you've already described there. He, I think he felt that he couldn't take Celtic any further with the restrictions that were going on. Celtic wanted to sell players out from under him. So therefore, relationships broke down. And then towards the end, all we were getting was loans because the club just, just decided, well, why would we spend a fortune back in this guy when yeah. he's just going to take the first up opportunity that comes along?
3: Which is, it's, uh, looking back, it's kind of, it might be the fault of the club. I'm not saying it's 100% not Brendan Rodgers' fault. We're not here to sort of whitewash the opinion of Brendan Rodgers, but you're looking at it going, you know, Brendan Rodgers... Are, uh, always stuck with me when he, he signed the Edward thing for £9 million and he went it's a no-brainer Yeah, yeah. and people from within the club disagreed it's that a she, brainer yeah they thought no this is a <laughs> brainer we need to we need to really think about this outlay but Brendan Rogers point was well he, he ended up being right didn't he oh, I mean of course, it, yeah. not only did we get £9 million worth of player with Edward we ended up moving him on for a
4: profit yeah yeah, yeah. and that, that was the problem was that it it wasn't cohesive the strategy Celtic had. While well, Brendan Rodgers wanted to bring in certain players, the board seemed to be not want to spend that money. But when he did spend big, he got it right, didn't he? It was when it fell down was when we we're bringing in lesser and we players. We're
3: spending tra- big now, aren't we? Like, yeah, and
4: that—that's the whole thing. We are doing better at what we do. We are bringing in better players. We are bringing in the sort of calibre of players that you expect Brendan Rodgers to bring in. So I think Celtic are doing much better in that regard. Brendan Rodgers, things have changed but I think they have changed for the better and now we're not in that limbo Brendan Rodgers had to go through what three Champions League qualifying campaigns we don't have that anymore Celtic have got a lot of money in the bank they have got this Champions League money guarantee coming in it makes it easier to sign players and this is a really good squad right now so everything sort of falls into place for Brendan Rodgers there is things Celtic can do better but from his point of view as well it's from any manager's point of view, it's a great job to take on.
2: And regardless of whether or not this happens, and the nature of these things and these rumours could be that it's completely rubbish any minute now yeah, yeah. where we're talking about it, regardless of whether it does or doesn't happen, if the talks are taking place, the face-to-face talks that have been reported in the last sort of 24 hours or so, if that actually happens, then to me that's quite encouraging. This is why you interview for candidates. You don't just go on transfermarket.com um, sort by who the no, last please. club was sort <laughs> by trophies and, and pick that guy I think, some, I think sometimes people look it as if managers are almost appointed by accident, as if mm. you've just gone online and hit a point and then gone, the recruitment was bad. Oh, <laughs> the reason these these interviews or face-to-face talks are taking place is because these things need to be discussed with any potential manager. They're not going to bring the guy in and then ag- again just realise, oh we forgot that the recruitment was terrible. So all these things would need to be established up front. What the budgets are going to be, how the structure is behind the scenes, all these things are very very different to when Celtic appointed Brendan Rodgers the first time. The things have moved on a lot it's a long time he's been away as well yeah. people it feels still quite raw because it was such a great time for us and it ended so badly but it was ages ago and Celtic are in a very different place Celtic are rotten when when Brendan Rodgers took over yes they're still winning leagues but they were they were declining I think is, is fairly you know fairly obvious but at the time Brendan Rodgers much like he is just now, maybe slightly differently, but at the time, Brendan Rogers was king shit of fuck mountain. At yes. the time right. So he, is that good <laughs> or bad? Because <laughs> people might not know. Yeah, it was very, very good. He was okay. a big shot. He was a, he yeah. was a big a big time Charlie, Charlie big potatoes yes. in the in the world of management. Maybe things have changed for him. He's running out of places to well, go in England.
3: This is exactly what I was about to touch on, and Melly's wanting to speak about it as well. But this is exactly what I was about to touch on. The Brendan Rogers Yes, he's a big name, but his managerial career in England started about 15 years ago. Yeah. yeah. And he's been around the houses now and he's been, uh, he's had it both sides, hasn't he? He's had the Watfords and the Swanseys, um Reading, I think he got Redding, sacked from Reading, didn't he? Yeah. And then he had Liverpool, obviously, which was his big job. Didn't work out there. Celtic redeemed himself. Leicester. Now, there's arguments whether or not he did well at Leicester. I think the situation at Leicester was somewhat unique. I think, that, uh, correct me if any of this is wrong, that owners of Leicester basically stopped funding the team because their money's made duty free. through duty-free and, and all the airport no stuff. No travel and killed No it travel COVID, killed yeah. it. And they, they basically decided, you know, football clubs are expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. we better stop giving Brendan Rogers millions of pounds to spend. So he sort of things ran aground a wee bit for him at Leicester. But the English League, everyone's looking for the new, exciting, interesting coach. And there's loads and loads of coaches out there and loads of managers out there who can't get near jobs. Who, yeah, who simply yeah. can't get near just because, as you're saying, they're bringing in the Deserbies and then Maresca looks as if, I don't like we're going to talk about him, but he's linked to Leicester today. So all these clubs are looking for the new and interesting guy in Brendan Rodgers. You know, that's why I thought Millie when he said he's taking this year out of football, I thought, hmm, is, is that a... Now, obviously, Brendan Rodgers get contacts in the game and people talking to him and, oh, this job might be coming up in the next 12 months. I'll speak to them, I'll speak to whoever. Obviously, he's, he's not a silly man, but... I did think things move really quick in football and just taking 12 months out of the game just because seems like a risky strategy for a a manager who wants to play his trade in the Premier League.
4: Yeah, it does. And with Brendan Rodgers. But sometimes the longer you're out of the game, the better you become because people start to think about or look at the job at Leicester from afar rather than he basically relegated Leicester. But if he had to left Leicester at the start of last season, he probably would have walked into a lot of jobs, but he just stayed on that wee bit too longer when the recruitment wasn't there for him that he'd probably taken that team too far and it was just about time. But with the recruitment thing as well, when when we look back on it, we spoke about it a lot when Brendan Rogers did leave. Like That, that was such a mental thing for Celtic to do at the time. Like, or oh, this guy might leave us at some point, so let's not buy him any players. <laughs> like, What sort of business Or I think That's not the way It should be ran I don't think
3: it was I think in Celtic's defence In this one though I think the problem With Brandon Rogers was was, He was like Trying to move to China Trying to take players with him He was being He was working his ticket In the background And I think Celtic Obviously saw that And went It wasn't a case of We think he might leave Stop investing It was a case of this guy's actively trying to get a new job. I was going He's to trying to get out here. I yeah. don't
2: even know if it's so much as in the background, right. as in very much the foreground. He yeah. he probably was telling Celtic, "I'm gone from here." Because yeah. the terminado, yeah, terminado. <laughs> the, the fallout was pretty spectacular at the yeah. time. I, I don't think he was hiding it at all. Hiding it from the fans, of course. Mm. The, the, they weren't let on, which was which was what caused the the lack of trust or the, the end of trust between the board and the fans and the manager. Basically, ever again. So, no, I think I think he was pretty up up front about it.
4: But the the thing about that is, is when Brendan Rodgers was in charge in the summer and in January, we were giving him players, seeing who we bought this player, have him. Yet when he's about to leave, oh you can only get loans, so there, there was no joined up thinking there, was it? It shouldn't be that. This is why with the sort of director of football chat it might come in again. If Brendan Rodgers was solely responsible for all the staff there and the director of football. You can see why it didn't work out because if he goes, that all goes. And with Celtic, it should be Celtic have got a plan of the way they want to play, the way players come in, what type of players they want. That can't all fall down because a manager may leave or is leaving. It should be a contingency plan, shouldn't it? So So hopefully we've got that now
3: for Brendan Rodgers' point of view. This is a bit of a weird one for Brendan Rodgers Isn't it? Like Because the club largely Operates the same, I know there's new people In charge but there's still no director of football It's still the manager no. comes in, speaks to um, We think Mark Law, who identifies targets Who brings in players and then the manager Buys them, Brendan Rodgers could look Under the hood of Celtic and go Actually, a lot of the same names are still there Than when I left the first time Okay, we've replaced one Law for another And Michael Nicholson's now in charge, there's been a bit of a reshuffle But, you know, it's largely been continuity Since I left and If that is the case, it is a bit of a strange one for Brendan Rodgers to be linked with this. And part of me, again, maybe just Brendan Rodgers happy to be linked with the Celtic job. Happy to let people know that he's, you know,
4: wanted. Yeah, I I kind of think a lot has changed at Celtic because we do things differently. Brendan Rodgers didn't want to sell certain players when we really should have because he didn't know if a good replacement was going to be bought in. And that's not just Celtic's fault, that's Brendan Rodgers as well. But getting five million for Craig Gordon... It's a ridiculous thing to knock back for a goalkeeper that was injured. We knocked back bids for Simonevich and Cham because we were scared we weren't going to replace them. Now Celtic are buying players before they've even sold players and changing it about. I think Mark Law, if he just the second name gives people the heebie-jeebies, but he seems to have got a plan in place for Celtic. We are recruiting differently. We are recruiting better now. and There's this bargain still to be had out there. Celtic Scout network is Expanded since Brendan Rogers was there. A lot of the business was done from England. We barely do any from England now. So I think things have changed while staying the same, if that makes sense. But I think the main thing is Peter Lowell's not going to be the guy above him. Things may have changed for Brendan Rogers as well. Yeah. I mean, I might be being. Ambition. Yeah, though. I may have been overly charitable, but where I was going with the,
2: the talk about how things have changed for him in England, I don't think he's run out of options at all. I think, again, I like Brendan Rogers will always be quite highly valued. But I'm, I'm sort of thinking across England. The likes of your Manchester clubs, your Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, he's already done Liverpool, so therefore can't go to Everton, he can't go to Man United because yep. he's managed Liverpool. The, the, the sort of window's narrowing a, a little bit more. Tottenham was for the him. last one? Wasn't Tottenham has been passed over there because they're yeah, more than twice. Yeah, they're they trying something different. Um, so really, you look across, Aston Villa are not going to be changing manager anything. you far ahead of him It's not. the conversation that had around Andrew's, um opportunities in England as well why doesn't he just stay and wait for X club to come in for him you never know when these clubs are going to be looking for managers and I look at even the likes of Wolves Aston Aston Villa these guys have all got pretty solid managers in place just now there's nothing really open for Brendan Rodgers just now and I don't mean to imply that he's just settling and going ah, well, I'll go back to Celtic again this is just speculation I don't even know if he's interested but things might be different for him maybe he wants to Come back and lay down some roots, and maybe sort of build, repair that that mm. legacy at Celtic. It, I mean, there's a lot of work there for him to do. So, but I know he's he's still he's got a house near Glasgow as well. And I don't want to fuel any speculation on that. That's been there for a while. He mm. has he has had the house in Glasgow for for a couple of years now. It's not like you know, recently <laughs> yeah, bought a house. It's, it's not it's not recent. It's not one of those headlines. But he's obviously got some connections still to to here. He, he likes it here, so. Maybe things are just different for him, and I, people will probably hear me saying that and thinking, "Well, we don't want him to just come back and be like the sort of bridesmaids here, just like just falls back on Celtic whenever he kind of get a job in England." But I mean, maybe it's just like from a human perspective, maybe just like, "Well, I, I liked it in Scotland." I yeah. mean, I think it was he was successful at Leicester. He definitely was for a time. Two fifth place finishes, an FA Cup and a decent European run I think he got to the semi-finals of the, the conference league that's all really good for Leicester than it fell away just now but maybe he sort of harkens back to those days where he was the number one guy in the country in Scotland and just quite fancies rekindling that and, a
3: bit I think if we know we're going to get well, our eyes open the Brendan Rodgers thing we know that look this isn't a guy and maybe he could just like wind back the sort of patter a wee bit as if we kind of know now Brendan do you know what I mean we, yeah. we're all between yourself and Andrew, are grown ups now we know that Well the majority Is know that Celtic are probably Not the be all And end all For a manager Now Even though The words are Leaving my lips I don't 100% Believe that There is still Part of me That thinks That in certain Circumstances A manager Can come And leave A right good Legacy at Celtic You know If we were Sitting here And I don't Think we're Going to get David Moyes I think it's Been made clear He's leaving West Ham But the age David Moyes Was I would be delighted for David Moyes to come in at Celtic and potentially say, well, he's not using Celtic as a stepping stone here. He's coming in to build that, some sort of legacy. Now, it'd be a legacy of pretty boring football. But, yeah. but, <laughs> yeah. but, but like, I, I'd be delighted in the fact that I know he's not just using this for a stepping stone that I think he could build something here. But I think with Brendan Rodgers, we really need to go and wear our eyes open and go, this is an ambitious manager who's probably looking to get back in the English Premier League. Part of me thinks that, I know you think you know there's no solid options for him but part of me does think that maybe the English Premier League is going to just drift by but they always like the newest, latest thing don't leave the English Premier League they never really yeah. like to go back to the guy who's consistently plied his trade in England I know there's a few there's what,
2: at a certain level they uh, do I, but he doesn't want to fall into well, that category
3: it. does he he doesn't want to be the new Sam Allardyce exactly, that, well, he's yeah. you
2: not know know that type of
4: fo- football no, manager no. either is he like, he's not in a tough spot but He's in a good spot, but he's not. It's it's going to be difficult for him. Where do you go after Leicester? It's a kind of win-win for him right now. Where does Celtic go? Do we go, we don't want Brendan Rodgers because he might leave us if he does well? Isn't that what we kind of want? That's yeah. what we, you yeah. want yeah. to be successful. Do we, do we then settle for Neil Lennon? Because like I always say, if you, like we did at the time, if you bring back Neil Lennon, you're going to need to sack him. Because nobody's going to take Neil Lennon off your hands. He is going to need to be sacked at some point or just leave when his contract goes. And if he does that, it's because he won't have done well. Whereas with guys like Brendan Rodgers or Ange that are using us to try and get somewhere, well, they're going to put everything into the club to try and get there, aren't they? And yes, they may move on at some point, but... Most of the time, it will be because they've been very, very successful and they've done a great job. Do we settle for someday because we think, "Oh, you might stay with us for four or five years"? I'd rather win the league for two years. Somebody leave than have four years where you win the league twice in four years.
0: Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts?
3: Summer's coming. Are you ready to unveil your beach bod? Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with our game changing full body grooming and hygiene products. Don't be the guy at the beach with the Austin Powers chest hair, or it doesn't even have to be that, Stevie. You know, a patchy way, sort of pasty, bit of hair on the shoulders. You don't want that either. (laughs) If you grew some winter man tits, Right, Melly The least you can do is make sure they're (laughs) hairless It's time to get ready for hot guy summer By going to manscaped.com for 20% off And free shipping with our code Tim's T-I-M-S
2: Manscaped is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence And level up your full body grooming game With the performance package 4.0 The kit comes with the essential lawnmower 4.0 Waterproof cordless body trimmer And a ton of other liquid formulations To round out your grooming routine Whether you're trimming your chest Or the treasure chest in your pants This is the best trimmer on the market. It. You also get two free gifts The Shed Travel Bag $39 value add And the patented High performance Reduce chafing Manscaped boxers
3: Get 20% off All of this And free shipping With the code Tims T-I-M-S At manscaped.com That's 20% off And free shipping With the code Tims At manscaped.com Trim your chesticles The The besticles <laughs> In
2: the interest of balance here, there's another element to this. Um, and we've put out a number of polls. as he's a of, rat. Yes, he's a rat. <laughs> yeah, that, that's yeah. the other thing, full stop. We've put out a number of polls trying to gauge, try, try to take the temperature of the the support on Twitter. Would you take him back? How would you view his his return to uh, pot- potential return to Celtic? A prevailing thought that we've received as feedback is that, no, I can't stand the guy. He's an absolute slimeball, etc. Again, yeah. I can't, I cannot <laughs> argue with any of that, Right but the the but at the end of it is always he guarantees success and I'm like no he doesn't he doesn't guarantee no. success it might be as close to a guarantee as we can possibly hope to attract but it doesn't guarantee success so that's not a deal with the devil that you should take lightly But I'm just going to throw all my morals in the bin as long as he's, because he's definitely going to win an invincible treble. That's not necessarily the case. Things have, we keep seeing this, things have changed a lot. Things have moved on. Rangers are stuck in my throat there. They're in a much better position than they were back when Brendan Rodgers was here. So it's not a guarantee of success. Plus, there's always that weird thing that I can't quite articulate properly because it's not in any way science or fact-based sometimes just doesn't work to go back in football right? it's no. for whatever reason it's one of those old cliches that I feel does stand up to scrutiny when you, when you go back to clubs it's try to rekindle that magic and especially how good it was the first time around only well, when he came it, back
3: won a yeah, treble he didn't it, do that the first
2: time that, that's true but it, it, it did sort of roll off a cliff eventually yes. right I, but, it's but, exactly uh, it. but it's a good point you, you there, there are examples of it. I think Claudio Ranieri has just been promoted.
4: Mm. Uh, Roy uh, Hodgson's done it yes. this season.
2: Yeah, so it does happen. But can uh, you point to one where it doesn't work? <laughs> 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 I, I suppose not. <laughs> Barry Ferguson, but he was a <laughs> I, I suppose it is more often with players when yeah. you could when they come back, it's never quite the same. As, but there is, I feel like the football gods just don't like it when you go back and try to recapture the magic of the first time around. There's a there's a joke in um, the sitcom. Arrested Development Mm. where two of the main characters are talking about this thing that people buy into it never ever works and they're saying but does that ever work for people? The guy says no I mean these people just delude themselves into thinking they're going to be the ones that work for but it never does but it might work for us. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like like we are kind of going down that road, but it'll just be great. We'll just bring him back in. So I'm cautious with this, bringing Brendan Rodgers back. We haven't really discussed our own personal feelings on it. We're we're discussing the, yes, but he's successful. Yes, but this, yes, but that. So I, I am cautious with, just thinking that all we need to do is bring in Brendan Rodgers and everything's going to be fine. I I don't think it's going to be as simple as that. A lot of the club has to be geared towards making Brendan Rodgers a success. It's not just a case of bringing in this force of nature manager because we keep doing that don't we we keep thinking right we need to sort of restructure the club so it's in a better position so that we don't get keep getting left in the lurch like this but then we think aye but Brendan Rodgers is on the phone so why there's, don't we uh, give it him what you're saying is there'll
3: always be a Brendan Rodgers yeah, there will yeah, always yeah. be a manager that wants the yeah. keys club I mean opinion on it is changing Melly yeah. Yeah, we put the first poll out after a couple of days it was like 60-40 in favour then a, and I very deliberately put another poll out two days later because I wanted to track this and then it was like 70-30 in favour hmm. and then I put another poll out a couple of days later with more options on it. And there was like only like 12% of people not in favour of Brendan Rodgers coming in. So it's... The, the more desperate we get, the closer we get to any kind of pre-season. Well, it's, it's <laughs> kind of like, I don't know. It's like your mum asks you if you want something for dinner that's not particularly pleasing. And you go, no, what are the options? And then she gives you four other things that you don't <laughs> quite like the sound of. You go, right, okay, I will have... The, and, I'm, and I'm
2: kind of starving. Yeah, there. I'll have
3: the Chicago Town pizza. You know, it's, <laughs> So I think a lot of people have... Weighing up the options of who, who Brendan Rodgers against But I think that's a risky game And mm. and I believe, you know, I agree with Steve when he says there's, He's no guaranteed success Brendan Rodgers It's not a case of you bring in him and he just wins games Because no manager is that No, And we a lot of the stuff that he's been weighed up against For example Maresca looks like the sort of strong second contender in this Don't know how good a manager that guy's going to be I mean we, we get a hint of it at Palermo But that's a different story You don't you don't really know he could be better than Brendan Rodgers. Ange was arguably a better manager than Brendan Rodgers. So, no, I don't I don't think he's, he's guaranteed success at all. I think he's a strong managerial contender. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, he's
4: a strong guy for the job, but I don't think he guarantees anything. I don't think anyone can. He can't guarantee success, but it's the closest thing ever because... He came into a team that was terrible, absolutely terrible, brought in two decent players and transformed that team into a winning machine that never lost all season. That hadn't been seen in, in uh, football. We wanted the players gutted at that point and then he turned around so many careers. So the thing with Brendan Rodgers is always he can change a game. We've not really had any managers before him or since him that can make tweaks in-game that change completely change a game. I can't imagine many managers... Going down at Ibrox to ten men and coming out with a win—that that, that yeah. was unbelievable. Brendan Rodgers can do that. He has a stock on us ta- attacking players. Yeah, going he's down, a yeah. high high level coach. And the thing with a Celtic team is, I still think it's better than the one he inherited. So could he push these players on further? Potentially, it might not be as good as it was, but Rangers are better now. And you say he doesn't guarantee success. Look, Brendan Rogers come back to Celtic. He will win most of the games in Scotland. Yes. What are you up against, really? The rest of the teams are terrible. I think he'd have a field day, go running rings around McBeal as well, and the master tactician. So I think he does guarantee success for the way Celtic are right now and what they're going into. And that's why I'm encouraged again about that interview process
2: mm. as well, because if you think Brendan Rogers is going to come and just agree to be the Celtic manager, when well, there's a chance of him being second fiddle to Michael Beale, you're yeah. sadly mistaken. He is not coming here with chump change to spend in the transfer market. Not a chance. So that's why I'm encouraged that if he does take a job, he's been
4: certainly promised something. It's a, it's a big challenge for him as well, isn't it? But Because treble, treble, leave Celtic on the verge of another treble anything but a treble for him next season <laughs> if he becomes a manager people will say he's failed but things have changed a lot since then Rangers are better but he's going to need to put everything he's got into making Celtic a success now because it's it won't be as easy as putting it lightly but he's still he's the only guy that's won a Champions League game for Celtic in the last 10 seasons so cool. like that, that's incredible to think that so look like, He's won Champions League games. He's got Celtic in the Champions League through the qualifiers, which we struggled for for so long. He won every competition he entered domestically. He's the closest thing we'll get to yeah. guaranteed success.
3: He's a, he would send the absolute shitters up Rangers. I think oh. as well. I really do think that. I've for, seen
2: some screenshots. <laughs> so far, yeah, yeah. I, I
3: have not. I have not. I was um, away a weekend. I've sort of missed the hullabaloo. But what I will say is that I've got a Rangers supporting friend, and oh. uh, I know. For my sins, and he's terrified at the return of Brendan Rogers. He's like that. Ah, it's not going to happen. Nah, it's not going to oh, I hope it doesn't happen. He's kind of went like that because, from a Rangers perspective, they're going out and they're bringing in all these players and huge players. Psh, no, every player. This is this has gone under the radar. Every player they're bringing in is over six foot. Every player they're bringing in is a They're going to try and bully their way to the yep. league, and that's exactly what Rangers are going to do next season. And they can do the planning they want. But the situation is, and excuse me, I'm not going to edit this out. <laughs> it's just a part of heavy my life. Uh, the situation is if we go, out a and, pro. <laughs> if we go out and we bring in just another elite coach, there's not an awful lot Rangers can do about that because they'll, they'll have all their best laid plans and they'll think, right, they're going to bring in a Maresca, they're going to bring in a rookie, or they might get one of the other guys off the list, or they might give the job to John Kennedy. This is great for us. Bang, you just play your Brendan Rodgers trump card. Bang, you back Brendan Rodgers and they're going, well, there's not an awful lot we can do here. Go and get Malumbo. <laughs>
4: <laughs> there's no reason not to back him but now with the Champions League money and this None. this way, like, it was always when Ange came in that oh, he'll do well if he was backed. But the fact is he was backed. He got every player he pretty much wanted. We, we did everything for him. he you do that with Brendan Rodgers along with the hopefully improvements with scouting that Celtic have done, how he can impl- improve players tactically and... Physically then Should be onto a winner here hand- But I, I just don't know If it's going to happen
3: Yeah I know But you can handle A bit more squad churn Can't you When you get a new manager and Because say for example Talking sake Kyogo Matt O'Reilly And Jota All left in the summer For talking sake Brendan Rodgers Could say okay I can I can deal with that You know Bring, bring me the running Because he's not built A system around these guys He's not worked with these guys He will have very Seen very little of them past what he's watched Before get, getting the job So any new manager Can deal with a bit of squad churn
4: Yeah and as well if Ange goes away which is fine uh, interestingly I think Lee has said thanks to Ange or something yeah. in any Instagram post so I don't read into that what you want but usually when managers go it's a, a lot of that but with Brendan Rodgers Are you saying they'll hate him? Or
3: are you just <laughs> saying Jota's chronically online? <laughs> <laughs>
4: he was hated maybe No of course not but uh, with Brendan Rodgers coming in if say it's Rodgers and Maresca right now uh, with this squad of players Maresca's coming in some of them maybe go I don't really know this guy but if Brendan Rodgers comes in, I think more of the players go, do you know what? I'm staying here going to learn from a, thing, a yeah. thing or two from him for a season or two and then I can move on. So we forget that like this guy has developed a lot of players over his time, seen a lot of players get big moves. Could do that again for sale. Are you
3: taking them, Stephen Brendan Rogers? Are you going to accept them? What's your personal well, feelings?
2: I sat here last week and said that I couldn't even imagine it, and now a week on, and the rumours have gone through the roof, even reported by some fairly decent sources about how face-to-face talks are, and I And for life, I still can't even imagine mm. what no. it's going to be like. It is such a, such a thorny issue. It's is such a controversial one with so much baggage around it. I, I'm even left wondering: Do we need that? Do we need this the the this schism, the divide and the support and all that that this will definitely cause? Now that's unavoidable anyway. What we've seen in the last week or so is it's you know, it's it's quite easy for us all to follow out about certain things, but is it is it worth it? Does it guarantee success so much that we're willing to take maybe even I'm not I'm not putting words in anyone's mouths, but the there is the distinct possibility that fan groups just might not might not accept it. There might be there might be protests about it because of the, all but, but, that stuff. But, but, I've, what I said earlier, that stuff doesn't just go away. The the banners and all that 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 stuff doesn't just go away just because we're winning. Is is it worth it? It's a calculation everyone is going to have to just make individually. If it takes the job, either make your peace with it or double down in your position. It's entirely up to you. Personally, I am not as um, I'm not as affronted by it as many others do. I'm fairly sort of relaxed about managers having career ambitions outside of Scotland, right? I, I accept that and I accept Celtic's place in things. We are we are a stepping stone for people who are successful and we, mm. we kind of need to stop leaping immediately to the end of it. Oh, this guy's going to leave. Yes, but what happens between now and that person leaving is presumably a lot of success and a lot of good times and a lot of great moments at the time. But I'm, I'm left thinking, I, I I don't know, personally. I think it's a, it's, it's a risky move. Well, the, I mean, any managerial oh, yeah. appointment comes with risk anyway, but it, it's a it's going to be a a, a better
3: pill for some people to swallow, I mean, and I don't know if it's worth it. You see, the banners don't go away when when just because you start to win. Yeah. I mean, without Spartan or Civil well, that's just categorically not true. There, are people there was protests about it, lots and lots of things that are just not happening anymore, yeah, and those sure. things are still in place, and it's because we've got a winning team on the park. Yeah, people, I suppose so. People yeah. tend to concentrate on that, but I, get, I take what you're saying that these people are just going to let it go, but. That, that could be grouped into the vocal minority thing and another aspect of the issue is if, if the Celtic board decide to not go for Brendan Rodgers and Brendan Rodgers goes well the, the board went in another direction and we get a rookie manager that, that doesn't win these games we go for someone else that, that isn't quite as good and yeah. you've left Brendan Rodgers out there and Brendan Rodgers come out and said well I quite fancy the return to Celtic but <laughs> they wanted to take the club in another yeah, direction no. then that is going to spark all, all out war as well yeah. so you kind of keep everyone no. happy how, how do I feel on it? I'm really torn. Part of me, there's there's just a shade of me that's slightly more intrigued by the Maresca thing. Now, I think that question is going to be answered for us anyway because I've seen Italian press and all that suggesting that he's got offers in three clubs, two of which are in the English Premier League. Right. One was a foreign club, which I assume is you know out, out with England. He's been linked to Leicester Job. There are reservations around him about you know what's he won and all that. And this question about what has he won is... Nowadays, it's it's almost futile, I think, yeah, to ask yeah. that as a manager because there are plenty of coaches, especially working in England, great coaches who have won nothing, yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. you can't you just point to the one and you know what had Arteta won before he took over Arsenal? You know, he was. Pele was just a cup as far as I know. Yeah, in so Ukraine. There's, there's yeah. a lot. Of, there's a lot of coaches out there who've no won an awful lot. But part of me thinks, you know, is how, uh, do you know like every year like or every couple every three or four years a new car model comes out so like this year's Range Rover last year's Range Rover it's still a good car right but this year this version of the Range Rover is just better there's more modern technology it's more interesting more reliable part of me thinks that Brendan Rogers is like maybe two Range Rovers ago yeah, and there's yeah. a do you know what I'm saying like he's mm-hmm. ver- you know we're onto manager version 3.0 and Brendan Rogers is kind of a, a bit de- he's just slightly disappearing over the hill a wee bit and I think it's probably Brendan Rodgers to prove me wrong in on that one. That's probably based on absolutely nothing. It's just think back to all those players we played with. It does seem like a it seems like a different era. ago yeah, yeah. The, the Brendan Rodgers thing. So I'd want a different approach. I'd want Brendan Rodgers to be an updated version and no just bring the same sort of style of football and recruitment and all that that he that he did before. Um, I, I'm, I am really torn on it. But that being said, I've had a look across the other managerial candidates and. Apart from Maresca, who's, who's you know, you don't get the job he's got with Man City if you don't know anything about football. No. That, that is, being Pep Guardiola's assistant in the season he wins a treble is a strong managerial CV as you're, re- <laughs> yeah. as you're really going to find being linked to Celtic. Yeah. Um, other names just don't excite me as much as Brendan. So, so far out of everyone that's mentioned, I, I think it's
4: probably for me, Brendan. So far. Yeah, I think I'm I'm the same. I thought from the very start, whether they, it was Brendan or Potter. Potter just doesn't look like there's any legs in it at all. Eh, I do believe we may have asked the question, but it would just be a no thank you. So Brendan or, look, I get the thing with Maresca. It is does look like it could be, but I just try to look at it from my lifetime. The big managers that have came into Celtic, Martin O'Neill, Brendan Rodgers, even... Gordon Stratton to an extent but Ange they've all been there and done it in some sort of way, they've had success and to put in a rookie manager going up against Michael Beale, especially when Celtic when we've got this guaranteed Champions League I think it would be a major major risk for Celtic I like the idea of Maresca, I think wow, well, it could be a masterstroke at some point but I think the time for that was when before we appointed Ange, I think that was the time the Going to Palmer didn't work out for him. That's blotted it a bit for me. Uh, but I still think Brendan Rogers or anyone else, it's Brendan Rogers for me. If there was a Brendan Rogers and, say, Eddie Howe that Celtic mm-hmm. were talking to, I'd go go with a guy that's not Brendan Rogers. But there's nobody near Brendan yeah. Rogers for uh, me. Uh,
3: uh, this could be pie in the sky stuff. You know, Brendan Rogers. We're assuming, Stephen that Brendan Rodgers necessarily wants the Celtic job. Yeah, he yeah might that's be, why you're
4: checking your phone when you're off camera yes, to see if he's not. To
3: see if he's not a bank. Because things move quickly. Yeah. Yeah, things yeah. do move quickly when you're recording these podcasts. And it just might be a case he's open to it, but he might be speaking to. Leeds, He might be speaking to. It well, oh. could be speaking to multiple clubs.
2: Lovely weather just now. What I would advise Celtic to do is don't waste a sunny day inside waiting by the phone for Brendan yeah. Rodgers' call. Just, <laughs> just see how it goes. Don't stay indoors all day waiting by by the phone. Okay, oh, yeah, I, I get, I get it with Brendan Rodgers. I, I, part of me would love to just rekindle it. We'll get back together. Ever will be just like it was. We'll never grow old. The sun will never go down. And we'll just win forever with Brendan Rogers. Get I the old band back together. That's exactly what we're doing. And it? it's exactly what we're doing. Next, Colo Touri has been brought. The Colo Touri signals shown shone oh. into the sky. He's getting, he's jetting back in. Chris Davis. It's all going to be great again. But I just worry about that, that intangible it's destined not to be as good and it's just destined not to be. I, I'm not basing that on anything other than basically just one of those sort of hunches about how football Can you pull off
3: the same trick twice? Yeah, that,
2: that's it. I don't know. Maresca, if, if we move on to that, I, I, the Maresca thing intrigues me. I, I agree with, with both of you on that. It's one of those very high risk potential, very high rewards thing though. Yeah. If you treat managers like we do players now, In my opinion, Celtic should be looking to get the next big managerial talent before he's far too big for us, right? Whether that's Maresca, it doesn't really matter what the idea is. I like like the idea of finding someone who has come through this amazing system like Man City and finds Celtic as his first proper managerial. I mean, Italy's a very, I mean, it's very difficult to manage in, in, in Italy. They sack people left and right all the time. I'm not holding that against them but part of me really, really quite likes the idea of being able to find the next Pep Guardiola. I don't know if it's my risk. I have, I have absolutely no idea, but I do like that idea because you're right, you, you just don't get to that position being a mug. You don't. I know at Celtic like we tend to look on assistant managers as uh, charity cases that we just keep around we, we feel sorry for We can't make our minds up on John Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. up,
3: like, a couple of years ago we went to booty down the Celtic way and out of the door and <laughs> flushed out with the rest of them, cleared them out, cleared a lot of them out. John Kennedy beat it. Now it seems John Kennedy wants to join Ange at Spurs and he's a traitor. <laughs> like, honestly, John Kennedy, yeah. like football fans are fickle. We oh, are football yeah. fans, we get it. But John Kennedy would be well within his rights to hold a press conference and go, which is it? Because <laughs> I've got tweets. I can show you tweets of all of you dicks <laughs> wanting me out a job a couple of years ago. I took um, on Neil Lennon. I stood on the touchline when I didn't have to and saw that shit show through to the end and you all wanted me out. Uh, so I stay and now I've got a job offer. I've gone somewhere good and now i traitor you want me to stay. make your minds up uh, leave at the end of a season bad leave
2: halfway through a season <laughs> bad stay behind when everybody else left being the one guy left standing when the rest of the coaches have were cleared down, out bad uh, so I John Kennedy has been on a bit of a journey w- uh. with, with Celtic I think he should go we spoke about this last week I think he should go because he needs to broaden his horizons a wee bit there's nothing left for him at Celtic he's been at almost every level imaginable mm. in terms of coaching don't think he's going to get the top job so he, so he probably should in many ways it'd probably be the best thing for both him and for the supporter base, if he was to go and make a success of himself somewhere else, because I think people would be more open to John Kennedy being the Celtic yep. manager one day, if he was good elsewhere in many ways that it wouldn't be much more of a proving ground because he's already done a lot with Celtic. But I think there's an element probably, I probably include myself in that who needs to see him do it somewhere else before I would be more open to it. But he's better than half the people on <laughs> list. <isn't it? laughs> yeah. Exactly. The amount of trophies he's been at least heavily involved in, and like they, they, we joke about this assistant manager thing in Maresca, aye, but he's not really doing anything, he's the assistant, but like John Kennedy will be, have been doing the majority of training, oh, working aye. on the majority of the tactics and drills on a weekly, daily to weekly to monthly basis with Celtic.
3: He's not just there putting out the cones as we joke about. It's all about perception, a lot of this management stuff is about perception, how the yeah. players perceive John Kennedy coming in, you know, if he's got that air about him and I think sometimes you, you definitely need that to succeed as a manager, I think especially at Celtic with the the standards are so high. We've we have as a club and a culture within the club driven the standards high and that in many ways that went from there to there with Brendan Rogers yeah. and then Angers maintained that, you know, and they, arguably they might have dipped a wee bit under Neil Lennon. I've always been very suspicious of people that have said, you know, the standards are through the floor with Neil Lennon. People don't people don't know that and the players probably wouldn't have stood for it for as long as you know Neil Lennon was in the job, that being said. But Well we keep doing that,
2: don't we? I think everyone Back to, I think Ronnie Dyler was the last manager that we've not done that to. So as soon as someone leaves, we just look upon the the previous time as just it's all crap, it's all yeah. bullshit. We just sort of work backwards from there. I don't, it's it's quite damaging to do that. I don't. Neil Lennon had a lot of problems at Celtic. Let's face it, but mm. I don't think it's I don't think it's fair to just retroactively just make everything garbage, kind of like we've done with Brendan Rodgers yeah. and Ange.
3: And I think the next manager has to come in and maintain those standards. And the question for John Kennedy is, are you the guy that could? Command that dressing room, keep those standards sky high, probably. But I don't, I don't think he's is the right job for Celtic. I don't think he's the right guy for Celtic. So the next option available to John Kennedy is assistant manager for Ange at Spurs, no brainer. And <laughs> there's these reports of like some sort of disagreement, some sort of fallout at Celtic because they want to keep John Kennedy. It's the most peculiar thing I've ever heard in my life. Because if it's it's just like any other workplace, if the guy wants to uh, go, you no just point. have you yeah. just have to let him go and get someone else in. Um, what some the Maresca links, Melly, I don't really have a lot of confidence in Maresca coming to, come to Celtic if I'm perfectly honest but you. I think if English clubs are in for him, I think he's probably going to end up there. Um is there anyone else on this sort of Knutsen, is that how you pronounce it, from Bodo Glint? That seems to be one that just sort of people have just plucked out of the ether. He was linked yeah. to Ajax, those talks have fallen down. I've not seen anything else solid linking up to Celtic other than just wishful thinking on Yeah, Twitter. the Gab does a couple of years yeah, ago yeah. so
2: there
4: for you. Yeah, I get another one I like the idea of. I just don't know if the theory of it will be too great for Celtic. I think he's a guy that's done well at Bodo, but I kind of then go, why is he still there after so long? Yes, he's been in talks with Ajax. I just, it's just another one I can't really see. I think while well, Celtic have spoken to a lot of people going by the reports, I think they know who the, their top two targets are. And while I don't think the press have had a... A great hold of this whole story, I think Maresca and Rogers have been the two at the top, and I think that's the the two it'll be between. Nutson, I, I can kind of get it that like he did well against Celtic, so automatically think oh he should do well if he comes in at Celtic, but I think a lot of things have to fall into place for that him to be a success there. So I think it's between Maresca and Rogers. I wouldn't be against Nutson, but. The rest of them, none of them really float my boat, to be honest. They're flying this season again, Budo glimpsed, but uh, they finished eighteen points behind Mulder
2: last season, which I don't think people are really taking into account. Now that that doesn't rule you out of the the Celtic job, of course it doesn't. It's a lot of points, Stephen. It's is, it's is an awful lot of points. It sure, it sure is, but <laughs> I, I, that doesn't rule you, out, of course. I just think it's kind of, kind of been brushed aside when if uh, we we do this with every every possible candidate. Candidate, if you really want to, you can just go and dig up some sort of failure yeah. in his past, and then just rule them out. I don't think it's kind of fair to do that because what I said last week still stands. Celtic cannot hope to attract a manager who hasn't at least failed at something. No mm. one does. I mean, name a manager who hasn't been sacked or or hasn't like failed to win a trophy or something like that. Pep Guardiola has never been sacked, but he failed to win the Champions League at Bayern Munich. Mm. If you really want to to point out failures, they're, they're definitely there. So I think we. Kinda need to relax on that a wee bit, poking holes and all that. That's what I've done with Bodo of But I just wanted to. Anyway, Isn't unique r-
3: one though because he's not like a young, up and coming manager. He is. His 50s, I mean, he's, yeah. he's in his fifties. He's been in the game a long time now. There's a, a, you know, a people screaming going. Poster yes, But his yeah. CV's not as varied, Damn. not as impressive as Ange He's never been outside
2: of Norway, is that right? Isn't it? I don't, yeah, I whatever don't, or for work. I don't think... <laughs> <Yeah>, <don't>, he <laughs> doesn't wanna, own a passport. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't want to imply criminal record or anything like mm. that, but yeah, I don't think he's managed outside of Norway in his 50s. Now again, there might be reasons for that that are fairly simple and it might just be, oh, I don't, I've got a pretty good gig here, I don't really mm-hmm. want to manage outside Norway until these opportunities may or may not come along, so... I don't think that's a stick to beat him with either. But I do agree with you, Jamie, That this is—it feels like one of those links that people have just sort of conjured up out of nowhere and and are sticking with. And it's it's like the we were linked quite heavily with a Croatian winger last mm. summer, but there was never really all that widely reported on. People just focused. His name is Lovric, yeah. and people like talked all summer about how we were definitely signing this guy, and it never really came to anything. That kn- Knutsen uh, kind
3: of sounds a bit like that to me so Brendan Rodgers and Maresca obviously in the two two like, but it doesn't stop there obviously we had Knutson who else did we we had David Moyes that sort of uh, was killed very quickly wasn't
2: Moyes, it he's I get the links because he's obviously Scottish he's very successful he's had a really great career mm. you know, a couple of downs aside but it's like he's he, he played for Celtic but that's where it begins and ends isn't yeah. it he has never expressed any interest whatsoever he's down a yeah,
0: couple of
3: yeah, times. I think it, so just, fair enough
2: you know but he's, he's had a good
3: career just but, on Moyes uh, 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 that that, that I watched West Ham um in the Conference League yeah. final, right? And whatever you think of West Ham, or I'm not really caring about that. But the point I'm making, the point I'm about to make is I don't ever want anyone to talk down these third rate competitions anymore. Because I mean, him and his dad, the players obviously cared, the fans loved it. Yeah. It's you know, these competitions emerge and everyone goes, like, oh, who's going to be interested in a third rate competition? That that's a brand new competition. And it, for me it's becoming more and more apparent that you need a third rate competition because that, that's West Hammer competing at that level I mean yeah. what chance of really Celtic got When that's the level that West Ham are competing at And then above that you've got much much bigger teams So David Moyes did quite well there But as you say nothing really strong there Daniel Farke uh, why does he not excite me was he He was at Norwich for four years got them up twice is that how it works? up, up twice and down twice yeah. I think
2: really so it's been, it's been quite literally up and down for him at, mm. at Norwich I mean he's, he seems quite highly rated he seems to have done well he was one of those that generation of German coaches that came along behind Jurgen Klopp that, mm. that was going to be the next big thing so him guys like Hasenhutl and all that were the kind of next generation after Klopp that were going to take over the world it hasn't quite worked out like that he went to Krasnodar Krasnodar and then left there because of the the war in Ukraine. So he resigned there. That happened basically as soon as he got there. Right, well,
3: ki- well, you don't want a keyboard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know. i turned and fled. Uh, I am <laughs> so, <unbelievable>. The rat. <laughs> so so he left there for for obvious understandable reasons. And then he was at Borussia Mönchengladbach, big club, yeah. big good level, but he was sacked from there. So back uh, in It's to me, it's less about what this these managers have done at other clubs. Of course, that factors in. To me it's more about the implementation of ideas. Mm. That's what that's where coaching is going. Coaches are getting younger and younger these days, where it's more about their education in the game and how they implement their ideas rather than just experience. Of course, experience allows you to have a proving ground for your ideas and, and whether they work or not. But to me it's about what they can bring to Celtic going forward rather than what they've won. However, I am look very lukewarm on Daniel
3: Farker, to be honest. There's more names in the list. I've got a list in front of me. Um with odds on it. So I'm just going to scroll down, pick some names here, and let me see if you want to right. win some money, if any of these make you feel any better. Scott Brown, 25 to 1.
2: That's uh, right. Uh, I'm surprised that he's as long as that because that's one of those dead easy links to make, dead lazy sort of uh, things that you would throw about now that he's a manager. But um, I think it's a bit early for that. If you're not going to have John Kennedy, then I don't think he's, he was He's
3: uh, He's a longer shot. Oh, longer than Scott Brown. Uh, that's that's quite remarkable. Uh, Kevin Musket, Martin Melly, 40 to 1. His name's been bandied about It's a sort of continuity. Ange Postacoglu. Followed in just footsteps, done quite well in those footsteps obviously played for Rangers got a million pounds and an EBT as well which brought about the death of Rangers or contributed to it would you take Kevin Musket based on the Rangers connection no
4: (laughs) as much as I might sound better I don't care
2: no I I need to take people's word for it that he's a a really highly rated coach and all that, but Mm. it it doesn't outweigh all that. I I mean, I probably only played about 25 games for Rangers years and years ago, but I remember him as a particularly nasty piece of work when it came to being a a bear back then. So no, no thanks.
4: He's one of those ones where, of course he signed for them, wasn't he? (laughs) He's one of them. He probably changed his managerial thing. Probably comes recommended by Ange, but I just can't see it happening. And look, if Brendan Rodgers is going to come with baggage, that's going to bring a lot of baggage in.
3: Can I interest you in making some real money here? Because oh, that's where the long shots are. The real money is a long shot. So if you want 200 to 1, I can tempt you with you just tell me which one of these you think is more realistic. Tony Mowbray, Steve Bruce, <laughs> Robbie Nielsen, <laughs> Paulo Maldini, Paulo De Canio, Owen Coyle. You fancy that, Malky McKay, two hundred
2: to one. <laughs> Jack Ross. Imagine Paolo Di Alan, Alan Thompson. Alan Thompson.
4: At is 200 it? to 1? <laughs> is he even a manager? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't even think he, he coaches anymore. Look, just give it Maldini.
3: Just give it Maldini. Oh, yeah. is, is, is there, are there any names, joking aside, any names that you've seen kicking about that have taken your fancy for this sadly, job? Sadly,
2: we've been gazumped to Phil Neville, I believe. Oh, as we record yes. this today, he has joined some sort of Canadian coaching role. I think, mm. I think he's gone oh, to Canada. Yeah, so it's sadly... Bounced back, I <laughs> <guess>. <laughs> Sadly, we won't get Phil Neville, who the last I looked was at 80 to 1. So... A shorter shot than Malky Mackay or Paolo Maldini, but uh but I'll forever be disappointed that we were robbed of the picture of Phil Neville and Leonel Messi holding a shirt up to yeah. together. They must have just realised we're about to say Messi. What have we got? This guy <laughs> still in charge? For? I,
3: uh, I did wonder, you know, what Leo Messi's game plan is for the rest of his career. Just keep signing contract his legs fell off, and then someone told me might even be new Messi, Melly, Messi. It might be new Melly. <laughs> Apparently, Inter Miami have sold out every away game for next season really? already. There's money coming in from Apple and Adidas for shirt sales, and everything's just going taunt over Leo Messi. So obviously, shirt
4: sales, Stephen. Yep. Uh,
3: that Leo Messi. What you think? We should have cornered that market, right? <laughs> Is there anyone that you've heard, Melly, in the past couple of days? Any of these names and that's swirling about that you think take your fancy?
4: We've had the ones you think. Oh, maybe they're the next big thing. Don't quite think Celtic are there for that right now. I think we need somebody in straight away and who's been there? So no, I, I still think Rogers or Maresca for me. I'm always going to sway toward Rogers.
3: I think this is going to be wrapped up pretty quickly. I think it's think going to be. So? Yes, I do. I was just doing my piece to the camera there just to close up.
4: Yeah, I, I can still see he's in a situation next week where we're going. Who the hell are we going to get now that <laughs> Rogers has knocked his back? and is away to Leicester.
3: I can, well, I can see that situation arising, but I think if that doesn't come up, if you know first two options don't knock his back, I can see the situation being wound up pretty quickly. I can see he's maybe having a manager. Maybe be the time we do the next one of these podcasts The next flagship podcast Because I want I want the work to get done early I want us to have a good pre-season I don't want any excuses And I think the, the board are really well placed for that So join us next week on 20 Minute Tims If you watch this on YouTube Please subscribe If you listen to us on your podcast app Please leave us a view You can support us on Patreon Patreon.com slash 20 Minute Tims Thank you for watching and listening